0: Well hello, pro wrestling fans. Welcome to this week's edition of Club K Fabe Wrestle Talk. I'm your host, Chris O'Mealy, joined by my partner in crime, Dan Peck.
1: Got a bad feeling about this?
0: Uh-oh. You've been watching them Star Warses, haven't you? I got a bad feeling about this.
1: I fully you know? recommend the uh what is it called? The the docu-series about the Mandalorian. So good.
0: I gotta start watching that. I love... And one of the guys at the end of one of the
1: episodes does like a full like reason why the prequels fucking rule.
0: Dude, the prequels are good. We've had this discussion.
1: Like, and he does his whole thing. Like, the basic premise is... Anakin needed a father, but Qui Gon di- died, and he got a brother instead. And he needed a father. There you go. And then his mother died, so like the, everything he's ever said he was going to do, he's failed at. And he never got the father figure he needed. And he just goes. He, he like does like the whole second half of an episode. It's like supposed to be about like some. I think it's probably about story or whatever. But he goes for like the whole second half of the episode talking about why that fucking shit's awesome.
0: Yeah, the prequels are actually a lot better than I think they are given credit for. However, I do want to say that uh, they may not rank too highly when we do that. Chris ranks the universe, but... So, as you guys know, this is a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, We do not do a lot of stuff about uh, current events, and there's a lot of current event news that's out there, but I did see a news story I do want to touch on. A man broke into a bank to heat up his Hot Pockets, and the quote was, Yeah, it was worth it. And that's freaking hysterical.
1: Who was he the broke st- into a bank so he could heat use up their his hot pocket. So they could use the staff microwave. Pretty much, yeah.
0: That's amazing. With all the crappy news that's going on in the world, that's the type of news I want. I, I needed to see, and it was actually Jeff Trelowitz who posted it that I saw it on. So I'll give him a shout out for that. Who was the stand-up comedian that did the hot pocket routine? Gaff again. That was Gaff again. Oh god, that one was freaking hysterical
1: dead pockets diarrhea pocket
0: I am a huge freaking fan of the fact that my old roommate in my college program at Disney you know why I'm saying it's a huge fan of this I think I was just trying to organize my thought beforehand but yeah uh, we, we had this temporary roommate for like a month not even a month he was gone very quickly big boy from kentucky danny was bigger than you big old boy and he apologizes to me one day he's like hey were those y'all uh, hot pockets there in the freezer i'm like yeah uh i want to apologize uh, i ate them but uh, i bought you a new package and i was like oh okay well that's cool like and then i thought about it. I'm like hold on a second dude that was a brand new pa- there were like eight hot pockets in there he's like Oh uh, no! I, I, I was pretty hungry. <laughs> it's like, goddamn, son. <laughs> I feel bad for the toilet after that one. Die, pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I'd like to give uh, some big old shout-outs to all of our wonderful shows on CKCC Radio, especially our two new shows who are doing some blockbuster numbers for our channel here. So the Board to Death Binge Cast, and the United We Fan Podcast. Welcome aboard, guys. You guys are doing awesome. Your shows are fantastic. I love the concepts. Can't wait to hear more. Of course, the first Monday of the month is right around the corner, so there's a new Motivational Moves with
1: Adrian Cotton on the way. The first Monday of the month is the frickin' first of the month. Yeah. It's as early as it can be. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jason Shin has recorded several new episodes of J. Bunny's Music Hub that he wants to get out. That's why you haven't been seeing any more Backlog going up, because he was trying to focus on getting the new episodes that he's recorded out there first. But don't worry, Backlog will still be coming. And of course, more Real Paranormal Talks and Ranking Tracks with our boy Jeff Trelowitz on the way. Jeff has a couple of fun ideas. And for you patrons out there, you got your very, very first exclusive ranking tracks episode
1: appetite for destruction a regular episode the same week
0: yes so you got you got a bonus so if you are a patron at patron.com slash club you can get more than just bonus wrestling content you can get bonus content for other shows and perhaps there will be even more coming soon so thank you all for all of that awesome freaking stuff and of course You can hear me and Dan on the Stupid Sexy Podcast. And we're going to, hopefully this weekend, we're going to finish up season one of The Simpsons. We'll have three episodes we can get them scheduled to release during the week there. And as mentioned, the next Chris Ranks the Universe will either be MCU or Star Wars. It depends on what I decide to work through and get going here. But I will be looking for peeps to join me on that. And I know Dan already said he's on board but maybe we can have a few other people join us for them discussions. Maybe there'll be some controversy. Who knows? Mmm. Controversy creates cash. Exactly. Uh, Last week, we did our trivia on the Global Tag League. Who won it its first year? Does anybody know the answer? I don't without looking it up, so...
1: It was only in 2008. For crying crying out loud. Hmm. Your winners of the first Global Tag League were... Akatoshi Saito and Bison Smith. Ooh. Interesting team. Bison Smith who was in the ring when Masawa died. <clears> oh.
0: <throat> so what do we got this week for trivia, Dan?
1: So you know uh DDT it used to be used to stand for Dramatic Dream Team. Oh, I thought it stood for something else. Oh, no, yeah. No. Stands for you're dead. Just like the rat poison. <laughs> uh, I think it's just DDT now. But anyway, they have a championship for people over 40. <laughs> so who is their current U40 champion? I'm sorry, the O40 champion. <laughs> the over 40 champion. That's right. They're still going, right? uh i mean like that's still a company they're not doing shows right now because of the shit going on but as a matter of fact the company that owns ddt owns noah now bought them last year so now you can watch noah's shows on ddt's service even though noah's like the number two company in japan and has been for like 10 years maybe longer
0: (laughs) All right, so the current champ. Well, oh, you just got to look that one up. All right. All right over- <laughs> Lots of news to discuss this week. Um, I went on a little bit of a Twitter storm because I was asked about why I've decided I'm no longer interested in watching AEW after the Double or Nothing pay-per-view because I really wasn't a big fan of the pay-per-view as a whole. And uh, I, I think the uh, the the question was very fair you know because whenever i say that i have an issue with something in AEW everybody always immediately jumps in and goes but WWE and i'm like no that's that's not the uh that's not the problem that i'm having the problem has nothing to do with a comparison to WWE especially considering the fact that i am no longer watching WWE current product wrestling because i've lost interest in it Uh, The biggest issue I've had with AEW since day one was that I was promised sports-based presentation, and instead they do a lot of really goofy, overly gimmick stuff. Not a bad thing, per se, but it's not the alternate that I wanted because a lot of what they do is not different from a lot of the stuff WWE does.
1: Especially now, since they've been embracing the weird. Yeah. Because they're pre-taping everything anyway.
0: <laughs> now, there's some stuff that I think is much better than what WWE is doing, but there's a lot of stuff that I think is worse than that that run of Impact Wrestling. It's like that kind of level low for me. I also want to make it clear, and I made this clear on Twitter and nobody argued back because people understood, I don't have any issue with anybody liking this stuff. When I'm talking about it, I'm talking about how it's currently not for me anymore. I'm losing interest and I don't want to watch specific stuff. That doesn't mean I'm going to just shit on the promotion to shit on it, which I think is a big problem that people, people have in wrestling when you speak negatively about something. That's always like the big... Assumption is that oh well no, oh, that's,
1: thing. that's for everything since the internet that's true too yeah if you if you don't like one aspect of something you absolutely hate it and anybody that likes it is it must be a moron that doesn't know anything that's like the immediate right. go to for anybody that disagrees with you right so
0: I want to talk about the stuff I did like and the stuff I didn't like I'm not going to do a full review but um, I still
1: haven't even seen it for crying out loud <laughs>
0: yeah okay first off. Brian Cage, brilliant. And the fact that he's got, he won the casino ladder match was the perfect choice. I believe there was probably only two or three people who should have won the casino ladder match because it was for a future world championship to actually have it mean something. Brian Cage was one of them. Darby Allen was the other. And then the only other one I would have considered would have been one of the SCU members that was in it. Um, Sabian isn't ready. Uh, Janela is terrible. Orange Cassidy is a gimmick character. Colt Cabana is still too new. And Luchasaurus works better in his role as opposed to any kind of a singles thing. The breakout star in A Boy of His Dinosaur will be Jungle Boy. Uh, at the MJF Jungle Boy match was my favorite match on the card because it was done very well. It's most people's favorite match on that card. Um, even though it's LOL Cody wins, I do I did like the Cody Lance
1: Archer match. See, here's the thing: what what fucking LOL Cody wins? He is it the last match, last big match he won was a fucking year ago. Yeah, well,
0: you're gonna have to talk to the internet about that one, especially some people in our very group who.
1: Apparently his last had big win with was that. against his brother at Double or Nothing, 2019. Yeah. That dude's done nothing but lose main event pay-per-view matches.
0: I just think the big problem is that it's Cody and he's the owner, so every time he gets a win, people seem to want to shit on him for it, but like... He's also the top
1: star yeah, he's like, of four guys. <laughs> it's like Matt Hardy, Jericho, and him. Yeah, A- and perhaps, just perhaps,
0: Tony Khan wanted him to be the inaugural champion. Maybe some TNT execs wanted him to be the inaugural
1: champion, so they went with it. Um, what about the title because it, it didn't get finished in time because of the because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it, pretty much it's, it's there but there's like the you know the fill in filigree and stuff isn't in there yet it's so like all the etching and stuff uh, I saw the final product looks great
0: actually um so. the Dustin Rhodes Sean Spears match was too short to be worth anything the uh, the Moxley Brody Lee match was fun it has a fun finish. the women's matches were both terrible. And I don't necessarily think that Penelope Ford or Chris Detlander were that bad, but for some reason, they just were off. And I wasn't really into the, the Nyla rose hikaru match, but I do like the fact that they changed the title. And then the uh, the Stadium Stampede match is where it took me out of it because it was just too overly goofy. But the biggest thing about it that I've heard a lot of people have criticized, and I do agree with this, is the drowning spot with Matt Hardy right after Shad's passing and their little Shad g- graphic had ocean waves behind it it's just like i kind of get what you're doing but 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 the the timing is just
1: poor very poor um yeah but in that match Santana did the Irish whip to go backstage like in n 64 games
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, Adam Page on a horse is pretty yes. awesome. I'm super down with that anytime.
1: Sammy Guevara trying to starting to run away from him when he's not even halfway across
0: the field yet. Yeah, Sammy, like, Sammy Guevara is a freaking treasure in pro wrestling. I'm just want.
1: I love it because he's like dead and then they turn the sprinklers on. <laughs> uh, Jake
0: Hager's has been made to look like a joke since he debuted, and now I'm at that point where I'm wondering what the the point actually was like.
1: I I, I think they now realize that like this guy's gonna wrestle three times a year and it's not worth what we're paying him at this point probably. Oh my god I just
0: figured I just learned what Adam Page's real name is Stephen Blake Waltz Yep. Yeah go with Hangman Adam Page buddy I love when people get mad when you just like you talk about a guy's real name they're like well they can't help what their real name is Like like how Jake Hager's Real name is Donald Jacob Hager Jr. And it's like mm-hmm. I would totally go with with Jake Hager instead of Don. When you go with Tyson Smith, when you could be Kenny Omega. And I love that somebody finally pointed out that like the actual term for Omega is like a is like a third degree male. You know, alphas, betas, and omegas. I'm just like I'm sure he didn't come up with that for that. No, I but.
1: mean that's not that omega, it means it's the like the last as in it's not worth continuing because it's been perfected. This is this will be the last one. I did not realize
0: that Nyla Rose was her real name. I'm sure she got that legally changed when she did the transition. And then Lance Archer is a much cooler name
1: than Lance Hoyt or Dallas When he was Dallas, and they changed his name because they're bringing in DDP for a cup of coffee. And I do like that
0: Maxwell Friedman is his real name. He just changed the middle name. Because I I think I like Maxwell Jacob Friedman as MJF is more than like Maxwell T Friedman. When it doesn't even say what the T stands for, but
1: stands for tremendous. Exactly. Why be? Brian Button, when you can be Brian Cage, I don't know. I guess, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess,
0: uh... I guess, if I had to make the uh, the choice there, like, I would definitely say like MJF flows a little better than MTF. Maybe not by much, but
1: yeah. So then you true. turn the
0: M upside down. So overall, I would give the Double or Nothing show. For me personally, a BB minus. Uh, I've seen too many people give it an A, which is not the case. But then I've also seen too many people shit on the show as a whole, which is also not the case. But it did it, it did make a, me... It was a good show, just not
1: yeah, not your particular brand of sports entertainment.
0: It, it did make me realize that I wasn't... I, I'm, I'm not appreciating what AEW's selling anymore, so... I'm going to result to doing with them what I've started doing with WWE, which is going to
1: be highlights only. Give me the highlights. Hey, why don't you just watch New Japan from 1992 and have a fucking great time? Well, that was the other thing I pointed out in the Twitter storm. I said, okay,
0: so here's the deal, guys. One of the big decisions that is because I started doing this thing on my... On my wrestling podcast, where I review something classic, and I realized I very much want that content instead. I I'd, I have a better time watching the uh, the classic stuff than any of the modern stuff. I mean, we did that. We did the Clash of the Champions, and the crowd was just so hot for. Some of that stuff that like You just don't see that these days So So yeah We'll have to uh I'm, I'm good with with skimping on some of the The modern Rasslins But I'm still Going to I, I, I'm still 100% Going to uh Going to check Some stuff out um down the line just when it's something that that might appeal to me like if i if i read that something really cool happened on dynamite or something i read something i'm like oh i might want to check that out i'm obviously still going to go watch it but i'm not going to be like okay i'm going to sit down and watch an episode of dynamite because that's that's not going to happen i was already Fallen out, fallen out with it, and that just kind of confirmed it. But again, if you like dynamite, keep watching it. Keep supporting AEW. If you like Raw and SmackDown, keep watching it. It does not matter to me if you like that stuff. You, you know, please continue to like and support wrestling. I'm sure things are actually going to pick up for both promotions though once uh once the fans start coming back, the shows will get. And then, a little then it's going to be like
1: a, another ramp up when we start getting capacity crowds again. Oh yeah, because you Instead know the f- like one third capacity crowd. Oh, absolutely.
0: But at least uh, WWE started putting uh, people out in the crowd, the NXT people's. Um But did you see this, Dan? AEW got some top guys. See, yeah. So, which one is which? One's which with the the gimmick names? Okay, Dash is Cash,
1: and Dawson is Dax. Okay. So it's Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. So instead of
0: Dash Wilder, it's Cash, Cash Wheeler. Wheeler. Instead of Scott Dawson, it's Dax Harwood. Okay, I'll, I'll get used to that eventually.
1: Cash and Dash. Yeah, just Dash and Cash, and then the other one's the other one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one
1: way to do it. I mean, it's, yes. it's it's pretty foolproof. But us Cash. And the other one is the other one. I mean, and it's gonna—you're gonna always know which is which at that point. I'll tell you this, guys.
0: I will tell you this right now. I will be watching everything that they do in uh in in AEW. I will
1: 100% be watching their stuff. Apparently, they're just gonna be FTR, and they have a shirt that says F the rest. FTR. FTW. I was like, is this a little soon? than I remember they got a release like a month before everybody else got released. So yes. Yeah, so so they, they can sign. <laughs> Apparently they've had Brian Cage on the book since January, but he wasn't. I think he was hurt and his 90 day between the two. So he didn't debut to now. And I'm just like hurt. I thought you were a machine. Your
0: machine so let's uh, let's discuss some other stuff that we learned this week uh, apparently Drew Gulak resigned
1: no I mean his was just a uh, contract was up and that's why he was gone and apparently they're like hey let's do that <laughs> I could imagine everything going on. Some people you just don't remember. Like I, well, of course there can be like awful things. Like I've been watching some, watching slash listening to some old Cornette stuff, talking about like when uh, Jim Hurd was in, and then, like how all the things went with them with the Midnight's leaving, and at the same time they just they freaking would forget about Iron Sheik and his contract would just like auto renew. I know. And there's Iron Sheik showing up twice a year making a godly amount of money, and they just forget about ending the contract and it just auto renews or whatever. Jim Hurd's era was a mess. Meanwhile, oh, oh Jim Heard knew when Bobby Eaton's contract was done because he got a call the day before. <laughs> but Iron Sheik, who freaking can't move anymore. And it's all only the And when they realized his contract rolled
0: over, they were just like, "All right, screw it, bring him in, do some stuff with him."
1: Yeah, so they did some like Saturday night stuff with him, jobbing out in like two minutes, and he I still, know. and it was still fucking awful,
0: freaking terrible. Yeah, uh, they might have Samojo permanently replace Jerry Lawler. Yeah, that's the word right now. He's in there. I'd be okay with that. I mean, I mean,
1: he's apparently very good from what I heard, and apparently Vince is very high on him because like he did that guest spot. The one time, and then he came back to Gorilla, and Vince is like, Well, goddamn, son! Why didn't you (laughs) tell me you were so good? I'm sorry. Well, goddamn, pal! Gotta get my Vince system correct. (laughs) Uh, Renee
0: Young is apparently interested in becoming a manager, which I would be more than okay with seeing. And her preferred talent, it's not Moxley, it's
1: Elias? Yeah, she's like, did an interview somewhere, and they were like, Hey, are you going to ever consider being a manager? And she's like, Actually, yes. Because, like, when I started doing this, I was just an entertainer. I wasn't like a host or a commentator or anything. And so I think that would be fit more into my what I've been trained and everything. And that, and I think I would do good with Elias. So I know she doesn't want to actually take bumps.
0: So she would definitely just be the mouthpiece role, but she'd be really good at it. Um. so is Nia Jax just terrible or is she doing this on purpose Cause this, that means she's worse so it, it basically comes to the uh, that CM Punk quote from when he confronted Ryback about hurting him he's like you either tell me right now that you're dumb as fuck and you suck or you're doing this on purpose and he, Ryback was like I'm dumb as fuck Yeah, so Nia Jax is terrible and I I don't think she would have a job if she wasn't related to The Rock.
1: I think that's She's think actively getting worse every time we see her. This time, Kyrie again, and this time she just threw her head first in the fucking steel steps and she cut her so bad they had to stop the match. On Raw. Yeah,
0: awful. Absolutely awful. Uh well here's something that's not awful. Congratulations to Bray and Jojo. Bray White.
1: No, she was pregnant again. Yep. Hyrie von Rotunda, baby number two. Yeah, I said that to one of my to, to my uh supercar team, and one guy's like, that's a vampire name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more vampire than Kevin Thorne. Remember Kevin Thorne? I
1: remember Kevin
0: Thorne. He was uh, what was he? Six? Or yeah, six, right? Didn't he do the syxx thing just like six pack? Well what? I think it might have just been six. I don't remember. Oh my god, am I actually gonna look up Kevin Ferdig right now? Yeah, I am. I'm doing it. I mean, he was Mordecai. Yes, I remember I remember that. Remember Mordecai? Somehow. Oh, he was seven. He was another take on seven. Only instead of S E number E N, like Dustin did, he was the number E V E N. Seven. Seven Evan. Seven Evan. Seven
1: Evan.
0: Seven Evan.
1: We're going to start a lot of careers, but then the dad is a pedophile. Seven Seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta do. uh We'll have to go back and do some Kevin Thorne stuff. Because I don't, I don't know if there's any OVW stuff we could watch where he's doing seven. We got, we should go back and find some Mordecai stuff. I think he had like three yeah, I didn't see any of it. So yeah, that's a yeah. So so Nijak sucks. Uh, This would have sucked. Thankfully, it didn't happen. At one point, they were going to do the Andre the
1: Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and the winner was going to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was like Hogan was going to do no bumps and do nothing the entire match and then just basic toss over the last couple people.
0: (laughs) Remember the gimmick battle royal when they did the same thing?
1: Yeah, the one guy that couldn't take the bump won the match, only eliminating the final person. So I, that would have been a terrible idea, and I'm
0: glad they did not do that. Although they've buried that match so badly that it's really worthless anyway.
1: Remember how fucking hype it was when Cesaro won Eliminating Big Show? And, and then that, the fucking next year was like, LOL, Big Show wins because he's big.
0: And then remember the only other time it actually made the main card was the year that freaking Corbin won it?
1: And then remember the time when Gronk was going to do the running, but the security guard didn't know, and she fucking stopped his ass. That was awesome. So they had to bring somebody over to tell the security guard that it's okay for him to jump over because it's part of the show. Oh god. <laughs> uh, god I, like I, I remember. I, I feel bad for that security guard, but I also feel fucking proud as hell because she did her job. She was not told he was well, he, he was allowed to go over. And she did her fucking job and stopped that song, bitch. Like I wanna be mad, but you did your job like fucking great. Big jacked up dude. Tried to hop the fence and you're like fuck no. Give her a freaking raise promotion.
0: Um Dark Side of the Ring has been picked up for season three. Yeah, not supposed to happen until, like, March, so... Yeah, but that's fine, because they're going to... Because,
1: you know, they're going to do another, like... They'll probably do another, like, ten episodes. I don't know what they're going to do now. we Like, even we were talking, like, last week, because it was one of their questions. Like, they hit the big ones. I've actually seen a couple of lists online of stuff to
0: tackle. And the thing is, what they did last season was they went with the suggestions. So what they'll probably do is they'll probably do another tweet and be like... What other topics would you like us to attempt? And then they'll actually try to work with what people wanted. But uh, they said... Any ideas we got?
1: Which ones the most?
0: I mean, they said Ben Juan Owen were the big ones, so they made sure they focused
1: on Ben Juan Owen, which... Uh, that one, one, um, one opened, the other closed. Just like a good wrestling card. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, still sad,
0: though. Um, in the creepy news section, somebody made a fan page on Instagram for Seth and Becky's kid.
1: And we do have a ultrasound photo.
0: Yeah. And that's one of those like.
1: Yeah, I know. start making Wikipedia pages for people, and Wikipedia is like, this says an unborn child, and they're only famous because their parents are famous. Delete. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that.
0: Uh, And then, of course, this happened after we were done recording. We'll close out the news with this. The saddest news, obviously, was the uh, passing of Hana 22 years old. She took her own life. And as devastating as that was, when you started to unravel what happened, and it turned out it was from a bunch of reality show people bullying her, and then also she did a reality show
1: for Netflix, and uh, so uh, spoilers: reality shows are faker than sitcoms. Uh, so her character was really shitty to another character, and people thought it was real, and people fucking went overboard, IRL bullying her online. I do know that there were some
0: wrestling fans who were involved in some of the obnoxious. Uh, bullying but it was the reality show fans who contributed mostly to it so while i do still stand by my statement that wrestling fans need to seriously knock it the hell off because they do i do know that that wasn't the direct and only cause so but still can we 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 definitely uh
1: We definitely need to. She was a wrestler that I only recently got turned on to. And I was starting to become a real big fan, and then all of a sudden... This happened, yeah. Uh, But of course, if there's any good that
0: can come out of it, I have definitely seen a lot of support and motion for the uh, calls against cyberbullying. Especially, because like... That's one of those things where I was, I've was i always been reluctant to be negative about AEW because I know on something like Twitter I just get flamed for it. And it's almost easier to just not say something because you don't... Then it's just like, well, if I say something, I'm just going to see a bunch of things that are going to piss me off, so why even freaking bother? But at the same time, people definitely need to uh, to be better, and it's a shame that it's taken the life of a young... It's taken the life of a young star to make that happen. But if some good can come from it, then let's just run with that. And that ends the somber portion of the show. Uh, Patrons, I'd like to thank Glenn Kukan, Randy Moyer, Jeff Trelowitz, Jay Winger, and Adrian Cotton for their continued support of our patron channel patron.com slash club is just so freaking it's so cool to have you guys uh, to have you guys here uh, helping us out and uh,
1: also there's actually some patreon news oh uh, they're being required to for some areas uh, charge sales tax so if you're Fifteen dollar or ten dollar thing is suddenly ten dollars and seventy cents. Be aware that they are having to charge sales tax in some in certain areas. So if you are in one of those areas, like I remember when Amazon had to start doing sales tax, and I was like, oh man, because <laughs> I lived in New York when that happened, and I knew that shit was gonna be there. We're gonna be on that shit.
0: Well, please don't discourage you from being a patron <laughs> just because there's some tax included. Uh, the other thing I, I wanted to point out was that uh, we are currently on a quest to get a few more patrons because we can actually, uh, we're close to being able to, we, we're, we're close to being able to actually upgrade the Podbean account and do more stuff. So I want to challenge everybody to to try and at least get five more patrons by the end of next month. So for all of you out there who are patrons, uh, talk to your friends. Let them know that there's going to be some more content coming, and I'm going to talk to all the podcast people, see if we can get you guys some more exclusive stuff to encourage that sign-up. Just remind them, the $5 tier gets them all this bonus content, and that's all it actually has to be. So... Please, please, please help us out here. All right. With that said, uh, this week on the interaction, I was like, I was thinking about something, about TV shows. And I was like, who out there has actually binged an entire show and have done it more than once? Where you can actually say you've seen every episode of a single television show more than one time. Because I can't do that about shows like The Simpsons. I can't even do that about South Park because the newest, newest season I only watched one time through, even though I've seen every episode. Uh,
1: and I love, like, the, you got so many people with so many shows that you're like, um, you do know I've said more than once, right? Yes. And they're yeah, duh. And I'm just like, do you? Do you realize you said more <laughs> than once? Uh, so a couple of shows... I've sho- watched a lot of shows, and I think I've watched maybe three more than once.
0: <laughs> okay, so... Right off the bat, I can tell you guys that Big Bang Theory and Parks and Rec are two shows I can 100% guarantee I have seen more than once, because I've done f- several full binges. Uh, Home Improvement's another one. I've done a full binge on that. What have you? Yes. Uh, we did it once, and then we just recently did it again late last year. So that's that's another one I can 100% confirm. Um, The Office is actually a no. People might be surprised by that, but I've actually only watched the last seat, couple of seasons one full-time through, and I don't think I've caught a lot of, uh, reruns and stuff. Other shows, like, a lot of cartoons that I was a fan of when I was a kid, I've definitely seen more than once. Like, Hey Arnold, uh, Rocko's Modern Life, those come to mind. Probably, uh, probably Doug. The original Nickelodeon run. I'm pretty sure I've seen all those more than once. So So yeah, let's uh let's see. what so what do you have, Dan, for yours before I read some uh, of these off?
1: It'd be arrested development. Okay. Uh, I've seen everyone. Cause there was a time where if I was bored or needed some action, I just pop D V D back in. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I thought I hadn't, but when I rewatched all of Boy Meets World a couple years ago, when that when they were like, hey, all those classic TGIF shows are now on Hulu. I, re-watched, I watched that and I realized I'd seen every episode growing up somehow. So that's another one. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's, so, there's ones like Futurama I've seen every... Fox episode, at least twice, but not Comedy Central. Gotcha. Yeah, I. Um, so yeah, so what I was going for was was
0: all these shows here. Seen most of MASH twice, but not all of MASH twice. MASH did come up. Um, so I'll read. I'll read a couple here.
1: Yeah, I saw. Uh, you got some actual like people from my from me from. Yes, uh, I was for the first tagging time. me earlier. You tag me every week, but I guess this time because it wasn't wrestling based, you got some of my friends and family members (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright, so Brian Lee from United We Fan was the first response. Some of the shows he said were The Office, Parks and Rec, Fresh Prince, that's a good one, Home Improvement, How I Met Your Mother The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, The Mandalorian, and Stranger Things
1: Jeez, The Clone Wars just freaking ended two weeks ago
0: yeah, but I, I know a couple of people who rewatched the entire. Well, I mean, I guess they're
1: only doing one a week, right? So you just watch it twice <laughs> during just, that week.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just go for it. Um, so Glenn responded. He's got a couple: uh, Smallville, Angel, Buffy, Sons of Anarchy, Breaking Bad. I can't even claim that for Breaking Bad because I, I never did a full. That's a show re-watch. I
1: never. No, I'm never gonna watch that again. Um, Friends, How
0: I Met Your Mother, Big Bang Theory, Rescue Me, Nip Tuck, Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard, House, Charmed and Supernatural. And then he goes, I can keep going. I really need to stop watching TV. <laughs> Love it. Cat uh, Bridget Bell came up and said, MASH. That was her only one that she could confirm. Uh, my mom char- chimed in. She had a, a big list. Big Bang Theory House, Psych. Mandalorian, which I didn't realize she had watched more than once. Uh Longmire. Not familiar with that one. Firefly. That's an easy one to to rewatch over and over. It's like Res- eight. Yeah. Rescue Me, Monk. Doctor Who, I'm not sure I believe that one. Maybe modern Doctor yeah. Who.
1: Yeah, if we're talking modern Doctor Who, then I've seen through Matt Smith multiple times.
0: Yeah. Crossing Jordan, Charmed, and Joan of Arcadia. So, <clears throat> uh, Here's another another one from my old co-worker, Brittany, from Harry Potter Land. And she was like, not only have I seen these more than once, but probably three to four times on average. Schitt's Creek, The Good Place, Arrested Development, Dollhouse... Bob's Burgers Weeds Stranger Things
1: American Horror Story Murder House and Black Mirror it's a good list well I mean most of those are short series ones so not, not too surprised uh,
0: Joey Image chimed in he's got a mm-hmm. hefty list too G. let me I... guess. The Sopranos
1: well, yeah. yeah Sopranos
0: yeah that's on there uh, G.I. Joe He-Man Family Guy Forensic Files The Sopranos Breaking Bad Better Call Saul Dark Side of the Ring. I'm sure he has. Uh, All in the Family. Entourage, Night Court,
1: Lilyhammer, House, King of Queens, and Seinfeld. Night Court's one where I'm close. Because I watched a lot of Night Court growing up. And then a couple years ago, I watched every episode. So I've probably seen 80-90% to of them twice. Some of them, several times. The classic episodes that you think of, like... Christine has a baby while stuck in the elevator. That's probably five or six. Um, <laughs> yeah, really? Um, or the one where they get robbed in the shop, in the um, restaurant that one of the guys has bought and is trying to get it. They get robbed by uh, Don Cheadle. Young Don Cheadle comes in and tries to rob them. That episode, four or five times easy. Absolutely.
0: All right, Here's a here's a couple of one-offs that we got here. Um, from Renee Siance Seinfeld. Not surprised. I know she's a big fan. Uh, from Andrew Jarofsky, Night Court. hmm Uh, from Miranda Galgos, Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Which I haven't even I seen. I've watched so many friends that love that show, but at this point, I'm just like, oh, wait till it's over. Uh, from Ref Matt Durlein, Thirty
0: Rock. From our loyal patron Randy Moyer Transformers Generation 1 From Kevin Conti, Three's company I love Lucy And Mama's family And as he pointed out he was born 20 years too late
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, From Megan Lost, Breaking Bad and Parks and Rec From Matt Racklin Rebels, Clone Wars, Firefly, Lost the Office, and Scrubs. Uh, there's uh, there's the coach. Coach C. Arrested Development, Community, The Goldbergs, and Arrow. <clears throat> uh, from Megan Stiwer, The OC. And then a laughing emoji. Don't be embarrassed by your TV. Uh, from Courtney Wyland, Boy Meets World. From Mickey O'Reilly, hey, we know him. Leverage. Oh, really? Yes. No, O'Reilly. He said uh, that seventy show. If you don't include the last season, uh, but <laughs> it would be about four times. So, our old buddy Taylor Chadwick chimes in here. Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, Holliston, Metalocalypse, Married with Children, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Boy Meets World, and Parks and Recreation. That's a hell of a variety. So He's definitely into his adult swim stuff. And then, of course, there's Boy Meets World. Uh, our pal Adrian Cotton, published author and patron, Kenan and Kel, and now he watches it with his kids. That's awesome. Joe Mad Dog Needle, community member. House, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, Gilligan's Island, and The Golden Girls.
1: Mm.
0: From our pal Jeff Trelowitz, published author and patron.
1: Scrubs, Sports Night, and Friends. I really like Sports Night, but I think I've only seen about half of them twice. Uh, My sister has only had one. That was Scrubs.
0: Tristan Scatliff has Buffy, Angel, Batman the Animated Series, and Nip Tuck.
1: I think a Batman 66 I've seen. More than once? It might might be close. It's probably close. From
0: Matt Martinique, Buffy, Angel, and Lost were his three. Um, My Wife's got four. Big Bang Theory, Gilmore Girls, Friends, and Vampire Diaries. Hmm. Uh, Josh Graham started to get a little out of control with his and then stopped himself although he was still better than others Uh, a lot of the same shows coming up here Seinfeld, King of the Hill, Stranger Things, Breaking Bad Lost and Great British Baking Show that's Mm. a unique one George Tabak kept it simple with Bones Matt Hardman chimes in with How I Met Your Mother, Santa Clarita Diet Dexter, Dead Like Me, House Batman 66 and Married With Children And then uh, I really quickly just want to get in uh, two that came from your friends. Debbie Duquette has two. Oh, you said it correctly. I know how to pronounce some things. Uh, Big Bang Theory and MASH. And uh, Ginger Sparks chimed in and said that Sons of Anarchy, she's working on her second viewing. So not there yet, but that will be her show. Uh, Everybody else, I I appreciate all the the comments here, but I don't want to get too out of control because we got a game to play. Oh, yeah. That is a thing. You want to play, pal? But real quick, uh, some of the other shows that came up here, I'm going to look for unique ones now. From Roman Starman, he had UK Kitchen Nightmares. From Megan Hanley... Uh, Sex in the City, and RuPaul's Drag Race. She did throw in How I Met Your Mother and said now it's dead to her. <laughs> um, Kyle Poston has American Dad on his list. That's a that's one I haven't heard yet. Uh, Jess Wilkening has Garfield and Friends on her list, as well as Three's Company.
1: Yeah, who knows, like, those 80s and 90s cartoons? Like... They were on all the time, but you. But then you look at IMDb and you realize there was only like thirty episodes of it ever. Yeah, and you realize you've probably seen them all, and that you might have seen almost all of them twice. And then the real interesting
0: one came from uh, Donna Duggins because she's the first one to actually mention The Walking Dead. I that nobody else exactly. had brought yeah. that up oh, yet.
1: So those, so those shows, a lot of the shows people have mentioned, they're too intense. I couldn't watch them. Again. Yeah. Uh, Even knowing what's happening and what's coming, like... And and Tori,
0: I'm not mad at you for Friends being your answer. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean that you can't.
1: But I did did like that that she's... It It was on the air forever, and it was the number one show, like, almost the entire time. Remember when they they moved Friends to earlier? Yes! Friends used to come after Seinfeld, and they were going to move it to before Seinfeld, and people were like, well, RIP Friends. They moved Friends from 9.30 to 8 o'clock. And they're like, Friends is going to die, because they don't got Jerry leading them in.
0: <clears throat> so this is uh, this is definitely getting a... Uh, it definitely could have gotten out of hand if I went through the whole list, but yes. So thank you, everybody, for participating i always have fun with that see what you guys binge and just to, to see look into shows that like um i i guess i could say dragon ball z because i've done two full binges of that show so I, I guess i can throw that out there and uh when
1: do you get binging now
0: uh right now i'm doing clone wars i'm doing clone wars but it's a first time binge uh first time as well uh, Big Bang Theory and Parks and Rec are recurring binges in our house, but what we do now is we put them on Plex and hit shuffle and just watch episodes. It's, it's better with Big Bang Theory because it's not as linear as Parks and Rec, but I don't mind random Parks and Rec, although it's really funny to go from Mark Brandanowitz to Chris Trager back-to-back. Back. So... Or like one episode, Jerry's part of the team. The next one, they're abusing him. <clears throat> but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff all around, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, Jerry. D- <laughs> Dan, are you ready to do some points or consequences? Suppose I think. All right, so here's the uh, here's the the Dilio on points or consequences this week. Dan wanted you to come up with an awful pitch for a sequel, and uh, give two sentences for your pitch. And remember, you wanted them to be
1: awful. Yeah. Okay. I am looking forward to burying some possible <laughs> low, uh... low-hanging fruit. Could be low out there. Fruit. Yeah, that's like don't. Yeah,
0: be better. And if if I notice more than one sentence, I will point it out. Knight Rider 2. Michael Knight comes... Oh, sorry. Cones out of retirement for redemption. He's reunited with Kit, who is now equipped with a cheeseburger maker and breathalyzer.
1: Why... Is that a Hoppus fat now that he's, like, super old? I thought he was still pretty de-shape. Or it's just, you know, making it worse, right? Perhaps. Perhaps. Remember, they tried a reboot, a TV reboot of that, like, five, ten years ago. Ah, points.
0: All right. First batch of points has been given. Next up. In Titanic 2, a present day cruise ship sails easily through the waters where an iceberg had previously melted due to climate change. This time, tragedy strikes when everyone on board eats some bad lettuce from the salad bar and gets diarrhea.
1: Also, oh, they're taking Titanic shits. <laughs> that one's on the poop deck. Because they're hitting the deck and pooping. Points.
0: New term to the poop deck. Baywatch 2. It's Corona season and no one's Beachbody ready.
1: Not even the lifeguards. You know what? That could actually be like a decent story and plot in that but that's not what Baywatch is for exactly Baywatch is for the spank bank exactly so points
0: I was going to say that was technically one sentence but he actually made uh, the title it's the first sentence so I'll let that one go E.T. 2 Steven Spielberg's lovable extraterrestrial is back on Earth this time he's looking for a bride (laughs) you know what that means E.T.'s gonna fuck
1: well maybe eventually perhaps gotta consummate that marriage is he gonna find a kid dressed up as 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 baby Yoda and go after him oh my god yes Boom, but the boom but the boom but
0: now see but that would make the that would make the movie good and you want it awful <laughs> so
1: <laughs> damn yeah points then okay, okay. And, and then a Mandalorian shows up and kills ET oh he's no. going after baby Yoda Oh, no <laughs> boom, but the boom, but the boom. <laughs>
0: tremors seven in space. Because why not? (laughs) (laughs) Tremors in space. That's funny. (laughs) So, I remember watching watching Tremors 2 and being like, this is not as good as the first one, but I'm kind of having a good time. And then my old high school buddy at the time was like, Let's go to Blockbuster. We got to watch Tremors 3. And that's when they started farting, fire, and flying, and they na- labeled them ass blasters. And I was like, yep, I'm never watching one of these movies again. And I know there's been, like, way more.
1: And there's been a TV show.
0: Yes. So, yes. I, I... And they
1: brought back original cast members that had left, like, three movies before for the TV show.
0: So I am 100% good with never watching another Tremors movie again. points. Yep, I gotcha. Elf 2 continues the story as Buddy finds his long-lost twin brother who was raised Jewish. This holiday season is saved as Will Ferrell plays both roles
1: of Buddy the Elf and Bubba the Minch. <laughs> See, it actually didn't sound so bad until you were like, he plays both parts, and that's... no. Yeah. That's Mike Myers' gimmick. And it was... Eddie Murphy's before him, and it was... Yeah.
0: Oh my god, bubble of the minch.
1: Yeah, that's bad. That's points. Okie
0: Uh... Yeah, here's your next one.
1: Chinese. Oh, you're going to introduce it?
0: Chinese Apples, the story of Charles Wellington. What? You want to take a guess as to whose entry this was? Because it makes absolutely no sense at all. In fact, they prefaced it by even saying that <laughs> that, yeah, uh, I don't know what this means. So is it Joe? Yes, that is Joe's entry.
1: Well, I don't think anything that, that that's nothing, so you get nothing. <laughs> Yeah, but he still gets into the pool for doing it,
0: so... Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he draws one of the prizes at the end of the year. Okay.
1: This prize is Joey Imaging Signed 8 by 10. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually... Those are actually... Oh, wor- a signed copy of the of Joey image Final 5 DVD.
0: So, I made this joke once, and I don't remember... I know Joe laughed at it, so I don't feel bad telling it again, but I always said that Joey Image 8x10s were actually worth negative money because he paid you to take them off his hands. Mm -hmm. He thought that was funny. He went, (laughs) he did the Joe laugh. Uh, Here's another one. Die Hard 6, Die Hardest. John McClane, Bruce Willis, is long since retired from the NYPD. But when his cat is catnapped and brought to North Korea as tomorrow's dinner plan, it's time to get back in the saddle once again for the love of family. And then it teams up with the cat. Oh, hell yeah! It was really? it was another one where it was one long sentence, but again, they made their entry the actual first sentence. So
1: well, and it kind of sounded like it was okay. Yeah, I, I die hardest. Good God. Just with his cat, he should have made like a Nine Lives joke, or Die Hard Nine Lives. Could have done.
0: Well, if he ever comes back to the show, you can tell him that. Next entry. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> Law and Order F C U. In this social media age, excessive shitposting is considered especially heinous. On Facebook, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the
1: Facebook Crime Unit. Dunk, dunk. Bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Now, I did say, like, or heavily episodic, and you know what? Those side law and orders were actually kind of pretty episodic. Yeah. Like, the characters had, like, a full development, other than he's the cop that likes to do the jokes.
0: I, I do so, ad, I do
1: admit it got a little too out of control with all the different stuff, but uh, Well, remember, Criminal Intent, the idea was that you're going to see the crime happen, and then you're going to see how they get to finding out who did it. And then they, they gave up on that shit fucking quick. <laughs> and it just became another Law & Order show. But this one has D'Onofrio in it. <laughs> so he get points. Alrighty next up
0: another addition to the troll series we discovered today that Antonio has resurfaced on Instagram and found a whole new way to harass Born Stars by the way did you know that's true he's he, back on Instagram well I don't know if he ever left Instagram but he was discovered on Instagram
1: as in someone came across him yes there's a story but. I I found a lot of friends randomly with like cosplayers and stuff and you're just like oh you like big titted Canadians too now don't you <laughs>
0: alright so give me the, the verdict on this entry and then I'll tell you the story
1: so and then they're gonna eat me oh my god oh my god I haven't seen the movie but I've seen a documentary
0: Oins. yes! <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'll just tell you outright that was my entry and here's how i discovered he had resurfaced uh so i get a random message from mike y'all remember mike right from the pie crust travis huckabee's brother it's, for those who have been uh, paying attention so he sends me this this big screenshot it's a uh, it's from Riddle, the cosplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a big toy unboxing and blah, 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 and was posting this big shout out. And then she goes, Special thanks to AMF Aquaman6686 for gifting me this amazing huntress so I had something badass to put in the case. And Mike was like, Oh no. Oh no. And sure enough, guess who? and what's even better is of course his account's private he has one follower too bad I can't tell who that is because the account's private and I know he'd never accept me as a as a friend as a follower so mm. in fact he probably just uh, he probably just block he'd probably just block me as soon as he saw my
1: name as far as I know, we don't have any he doesn't have any heat with me. No, the only heat that you would have with him
0: is uh transitive heat because of me and Pat and other people <laughs> that he doesn't like, but yeah. Cuz
1: like I was never I kept my shit to, to you and Pat. <laughs>
0: Uh, the only th- reason why he ever officially had his falling out with me was because he just kind of... W- he went on this horrible rant, aggressive rant, and I was just like, dude, I can't deal with this. And then he just decided we weren't friends anymore. I
1: was like, okay, well... That's fine. Hey, he wants. He helped me get all of the achievements in Golden Axe. There you go.
0: <clears throat> well, now we are at the Shesunzu following the tragic death of daniel hillard sally field must now put on the drag to keep her eyes on her college kids or her college bound kids as she pretends to be the maid in their university cafeteria mr doubtfire
1: you couldn't just make her look different you had to make her be a man Wow. And as if the kids weren't gonna freaking forget the name Doubtfire. Exactly. Well, sounds awful to me. It's gonna be called Mr. Doubtfire, but that's not gonna be your name. It's gonna be like a throwaway line. She's gonna be like, Oh, what's my name gonna be? Mr. Doubtfire? Nah, that's too on the nose. (laughs) And like, oh she said the name of the movie, but then she said it was dumb. It's great.
0: I always love the, the the jokes where people are like, "Oh, they say the title of the movie, but they like it's one of those titles where it's just really, really heavy hand, hand fisted. Where it's just like, that's right, we are gonna travel because there is no fear and loathing in Las Vegas." And I'm just like, "Oh, I love when people try. That could actually be a good game. <laughs> Write the title of the movie I'll into a terrible a line.
1: line in a movie that doesn't need it.
0: <laughs> that doesn't need it exactly. Uh,
1: that could be a good game. Maybe
0: I'll do that next week."
1: He truly was Iron Man, too. <laughs> uh, yeah points.
0: All right, next. Shawshank Redemption Two. Bill Cosby learns about the other pudding pops. Oh,
1: Billy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sobbles able that. To...
1: Uh, gross points that would really ruin it because it's like one of the best movies of all time (laughs) yeah
0: the sequel to Mallrats is store karen's the story about a bunch of middle-aged helicopter moms who use expired coupons, bitch about everything, and ask to speech to the mall manager.
1: That woman is in the store again. Yeah, that'd be bad. Absolutely. But if they ever actually make a Mallrats 2, I bet you there will be a Karen. Oh, God, yeah. You know they're going for they, that. There'll be a Karen moment. Actually, Mallrats 2 will probably be the, the fact that unless you're like a super mall, you are dead. Well, they are doing they are it, dying. so... Or dying. They filmed They filmed part of it in, uh... Where Dens lives. I don't know, because I remember 10 years ago he had a script or whatever, and that didn't go. And same with Search 3, that didn't go. Yeah, he says he's doing both, so... But reboot, don't Reboot! <laughs> so Stork...
0: Uh, Stork yeah. Oh, Stork Karen's is good? Okay. Penultimate entry. Police Academy 8, Internal Affairs. Mahoney takes over as uh, commandant of the Academy, but runs into problems with the new female recruits thanks to the Me Too movement.
1: They could do that. And be funny. Probably, yeah. It can be done, but you'd have to be careful and know your... what you got, right? So, I mean, yeah. It doesn't sound great as a premise for an entire movie. Maybe a little segment, though. Perhaps. So, yeah, you get points. And then your final entry. Garbage
0: Pail Kids 2 goes exploring behind Planned Parenthood and High School
1: Dumpsters. Oh god damn it! I'm a prom nut. Don't survive. Oh my god. Oh my god. These poor kids didn't don't get a prom this year or the graduation. I didn't go to either of mine. Um, you also didn't exist. Also did not exist. Uh. That, uh, yeah, um, fuck. That's your winner. (laughs) Well, it's the last
0: entry, and he's back to being last entry guy, Don Mario, with the win. Uh, yeah. Alright, so only one entry didn't get points, because it made no sense, but
1: that was the point. I, famously, was bowling on the night of my prom. I had a better time and spent way less money. I actually had a good time at my prom. No, I knew as soon as, like, they're, like, prom stuff, I'm just like, yeah, no. That sounds Uh, like a no to me. The girl
0: I took stopped talking to me afterwards because it was obvious she only wanted to go to a prom.
1: I would have never gotten anybody to go with me, so. Plus, there was only two good-looking girls in my entire school.
0: And both of them were taken. Oh well, it is what it is. Uh, y'all, this week on the Veep show, Dan and I are going to look back at the very first ever January fourth at the Tokyo Dome. This is before it was even labeled Wrestle Kingdom. This is the first ever one, the WCW crossover show. Indeed. <clears throat> uh, so that's what you guys are getting And of course we got some rap videos to review So Hope you all had a great time And we'll see you guys next week for more wrestle talk. Remember Be good to one another in honor of Hana Kimura That's the thing But uh, watch the wrestling that you like And if you don't like it Don't even worry about it And keep binging them TV shows We'll see you guys next time Laters.